Welcome to A Certain Point of View. Today's episode is the raw audio from our Mandalorian review live stream in our Facebook group. We had a great time discussing the season two finale with Scott Fagley and Josh Mesker. I accidentally started to record a couple minutes into the discussion, so that's why we just kind of jump right in. I hope you enjoy. So what I told you was true from a certain point of view. Was it going to be Ezra? Was it going to be Luke? Um, I actually think any of those conclusions would have been just fine. Uh, but they 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 went with uh, they went with Luke. And um, I'm wait, what? Yeah, you know, oh. isn't that crazy? Wow. Oh wait, I'm, wait. I'm where was I supposed to have watched this? I thought we were live yeah. streaming the episode. <laughs> Uh, Dude, that would be so. I'm just kidding. So you 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 all have known me for a while. I I love Star Wars. It's my favorite franchise. But I'm 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 somewhat sensitive to if if something is is like a nostalgia play over impactful earned storytelling. Um, I think that Star Wars is a franchise that deserves earned storytelling. Um, and um and not just nostalgia plays, um, which is one of the reasons why The Rise of Skywalker bothered me um, in, in several areas is because I really think that it had nostalgia plays over earned storytelling in several areas of that movie. Um, I did not feel this way with this episode. I did not feel that way at all. Um, Luke was alive. There's no reason why he couldn't be the Jedi to answer Grogu's call. Um, and the way they built up to that, you know, making us kind of ask that question and have that linger in the back of our minds before it happened um, was, I, I think, a really great, great choice on their, on their part. And, um, and as towards the end of that episode, as they were watching the security monitor and that X-Wing flew into view... I don't, I can't, I can't really explain how I felt, but it was like, it was euphoric, honestly. Um, and, uh, and so they got me. Okay. I'm the guy who says I can't be got by that. Kind of stuff. But I think, it, but, but, but I think it's because it was earned to me. It felt mm -hmm. earned and it felt right. And um, and to kind of see Luke in his prime again, like we saw him in, you know, physically in his prime, like we saw him in Return of the Jedi. Um, it was the same. It was that same Luke, you know, came in, saved his friends. Um, and and so there was continuity there. And we saw the legend of of Luke Skywalker once again. And uh, um and then, you know, 30 years later in The Last Jedi, Luke is reflecting on his legacy and what that legend means and looks like. And so um, uh, I think that that's, that's great, you know, and, and, it, and, it, and it, worked, it worked for me very, very much. Um, I do wish I, I get and I understand why Mark Hamill was involved, and that's a really great fan moment. I know it meant a lot to him uh, to be involved. Um, but if they do a Luke Skywalker series, um, 
you know, they, they obviously have got to, which I would be totally fine with. Um, they've obviously got to pick an actor because I can't do the CG face thing over and over again. It really takes me out of the moment as good as it looked, um, for the budget that they had. Um, it looked pretty good. Um, but you know, someone like Sebastian Stan, um, uh, you know, Mark Hamill's already given him his uh, stamp of approval to do it. Um, and his stand of stop, approval. Stop! I knew. I, was, I said I stamp. To, I said I had stamp. To, I, know. I had the same. I know. I had the oh, same ha. reflex. Ha. Ha. I had the no. same reflex, but I was like, "Don't do ha. that. That's stupid." But but so so this episode, <laughs> I I know I've kind of weaved in and out all over the place, but but um, this episode hit most of the right notes for me you know that touching final moment with din and grogu um pedro pascal is just a great actor and we believe him when he's in his armor and those special moments when he takes that mask off you know it's for a special reason um and he really played that perfectly in the final moments of this this episode and you're like, Oh my gosh, this, this tiny innocent creature that needs his care, but then ironically has powers that, that he doesn't understand, uh, um, powers beyond his, um, Grogu has, has redeemed him in, in some ways and given him a heart back and making, Mm -hmm. made, made him sensitive, um, again. And so, uh, that was just a really great, great moment. Difficult to watch because, you know, you never know when you're going to see the child again and he doesn't, um, but executed extraordinarily well and directed very well too by Peyton Reed of Ant-Man fame. Uh, and so for the most part, um, I really think that this episode worked for me and paid off the the main you know, mm-hmm. questions that I had and left me wanting, you know, left me wanting more, um, you know, to kind of see where we pick up in season three with most likely a man, a more direct Mandalore um, storyline with Bo-Katan. Mm-hmm. Um, Grogu's out there training with Luke somewhere. And, um, and then, of course, we have the Boba Fett spinoff, which which sounds a lot to me like it's going to be a mini series you know, released around the same time. There may even be some crossover or maybe it'll be released right before season three. Um, but that intrigues me too. So great episode all around. Um, the only ticky thing I have is the CG face for Luke, but I know the reason why they did it and the significance of it. Um, and so it, it really isn't that, you know, it really isn't that big of a deal to me. Um, so that's, those are kind of my popcorn thoughts about the, about the episode overall great season. Um, and I'm looking forward to the next, the next one. And I can't believe we have to wait another year <laughs> to, oh, yeah. for that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Ben, what about you, man? So, um, so off the bat, I do want to get my thoughts on the CG face thing out of the way real quick. Um, I feel like I have a pretty, decently trained eye for like catching like like if things look off or weird or whatever um i was like 
legitimately jaw dropped watching <laughs> it on this episode. Like, like my my thought, like whenever I was watching, was like, was like, holy crap! I can't believe, like, how believable this looks to me. Like, I mean, like it's obvious that it. it I mean, like they can't possibly be high. Um, it couldn't possibly be, you know, I, like. Nah. <laughs> oh god oh my god this is the most adorable thing i've ever seen that's dad oh. okay good night is he calling me mom <laughs> not, not mom not mom okay did not mean to interrupt that but he came up uh, yeah i mean you, good. You, can't, you can't turn that away yeah <laughs> all right ben what were you saying i was saying i felt like like i i genuinely did not um, see, I didn't really notice it being bad uh, while I was watching it. A little bit robotic, yes, but I mean, like, I think that's somewhat unavoidable. I thought that they're really smart with how they used it. Mm-hmm. They kept the hood on and everything for all the major movement that was going on and all that stuff. It was only yeah. when he was standing still and just having to deliver a few lines and all that stuff. And like, so for me, it sold it well. They, I thought it was really tasteful. And it was believable enough to not pull me out. The only reason it was at all like, holy crap, like kind of like the only reason it did pull me out was actually that I was really impressed by it, especially it being a TV show. Um, yeah. Well, when think, you're spending $10 million an episode. Right. But I mean, like, but even then, I think that we sometimes take for granted the fact that this is a TV show. Yes, right. it has a crazy big budget, but and like, and but I think because of how good all of the effects are, it's like cinematic basically. I think that we sometimes forget that it is still a TV show. So things mm-hmm. like that, like that's pretty dang impressive. Because um, I think like I'm kind of to the point though where I want to call it like long form film because it's just a longer movie broken up into thirty minutes. I guess true. You're right. Yeah. There. Um, but. Um, cause like things like, like Tarkin and Rogue One, I thought, um, hold on, sorry. My mouse keeps freaking out. Sorry. So things like Tarkin, um, in Rogue One kind of like obviously looked odd because of how much movement they had him doing and everything. But overall it's still really impressive, (laughs) I would say. Um, but like that was always my big complaint with that was like it looked amazing, but it would have been great if like maybe he just delivered all of his lines into the window while he was looking out and then maybe like did a half turn or something. Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> but with him moving around, everything was where it was disbelief. Disney's so, anyway. not afraid to just like put it all out there though. They're like they're not. Yeah. They're like, we're just gonna do this and if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So, anyways, that's how I felt about the CGI thing. Um it was literally didn't even I didn't even think it was going to be a negative. I thought people were going to be overwhelmed by how good it looked, but I was wrong, obviously. <laughs> well, so, but it, it seems like most people are have been totally fine with it, though. I would, I would yeah. say most people, at least, even if they think it doesn't look good, they're like understand and they're like it was what it was. You know, I, yeah. I've yeah, and that's what that, that's what Scott is for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I I think the only time it it threw me off is when is the close up. Mm-hmm. You know, because um, yeah. once yeah. you get into that close up, you're like, I'm watching a video game, a really good looking one. But I that's what I'm 
That's right. what I'm watching right now. But he, but again, he did it's look not... a lot better than he did in Battlefront too. I'll say that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it didn't. the The core storytelling was strong enough. Yeah, I think and, there that it worked. And that's the thing. It's like they they were smart with how they used it. But yeah, this episode overall, I think, um, you know, not even just the Luke part. I think like as a whole episode, I thought it was well paced. I like that they kind of just threw us into action. Yeah. Um, in an even more jarring way than Star Wars usually does. Right. Um, I mean, why? Why? why, why yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, the, I loved that whole first sequence. I liked the, um, it's, yeah, like you said, the, the direction that Baton Reed did on like, like, the shots, the pacing, like everything about it was just really, really executed well to me. I loved the fight between Din and Moff Gideon. Oh, that was that sweet. was such a sick fight. It um, was brutal, I loved, man. I know. <laughs> and uh, some yeah. of the moves he did with the spear were so awesome. And then, like, I loved the uh, part where he got his butt kicked by a dark trooper for a second. Um, yeah. That was also really tense uh he's yeah. just getting his pun- his face punched in over and over yeah thank god um, for beskar huh yeah <laughs> right yeah. yeah um and then i think yeah like i was i was sort of in the camp of like wanting um i was kind of hoping for ezra i was pulling for him um i understand though like from a storytelling perspective it makes the most sense that luke would be the one to find him since he is like literally out there looking for Jedi anyways. Like he's like, you know, yep. he's out there like trying to find people to train and yep. um, all of that. So, I mean, like it makes sense just for the universe in general that it would be him. Um, <clears throat> I would have loved like Ezra or maybe a slightly less familiar face just because I like seeing new things, but in the context of timeline and all that, I thought, it did make sense. And man, I got, I was in disbelief. Like I saw a comment that was like, like who else was just in disbelief and like, how long did it take you to to believe it was Luke? I legitimately did not believe it until I like, I think when I saw for a second, I didn't see the glove on his hand. It was when I saw the glove on his hand, I was like, it's actually him. Cause even when I saw the green lightsaber, I was like, I, I, I don't, I can't like, like there's a little part sure. of me that was just like, I don't want to believe it. Cause I don't want to be let down. <laughs> um, right. but yeah. So amazing. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. But when you saw that, that gloved hand crush that dark trooper, you're like, that's Luke. That's, that's Luke. Luke. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, and Drew is correct. Not Mace Windu. Thank Praise you. Me. Thank you. Hashtag, hashtag keep mace dead, mace dead. um yeah we gotta we gotta we gotta we gotta pretty much with with extreme exception we we need to keep dead characters dead i agree with um, extreme it's, it's, exception what for bib for two <laughs> yeah but see the thing is the the story burden for bringing him back just is is not like negligible it's like non-existent <laughs> Like who cares? I mean, I just didn't care that he was there. Like, like I was like, oh hey, there's Bib Fortuna. He needs um, needs some help. He needs some needs some help. And uh, I guess Din kind of helped him. I guess Boba. Yeah, Boba. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, by Same putting thing. him out of his misery. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. 
Uh, hey, so. hey, so Scott, I'll go next and I'll save you for, I'll save your, your take. That's for last That's fine year. because <laughs> it's going to be a little spicy and I'm yeah, sure he's... that we're going to argue about it. Yeah. Respectfully, of course. I'm not arguing about anything. Right. I just leave the call. So. <laughs> I, I get dropped, offended when people have different opinions ends, than me. He just ends the stream in the middle of my... Of my... <laughs> Listen, I just drop mics and I walk away. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so here's here's my thoughts. I I am overwhelmingly positive about this episode. I don't have really. I have probably two very minor nitpicks. One of them is the CGI face. I was like, it it didn't bother me that much, but it I did notice it. It was one of those things where I was like, oh my god, is that about No, that. Sebastian Hamill. It took me like it took me like a good solid ten seconds of staring at his face to realize what they did, and I was like, and then once I saw it, I was like, huh. But then once I did that, I was like, all right, (laughs) like completely. (laughs) I was just a hundred percent bought in and in the moment, and it didn't affect it. And then upon rewatch, I don't even care. Like I just, (laughs) yeah, Luke is there. And it's amazing, and I literally don't care at all. Now, if they were to do a Luke show and they had CGI Luke, um, no, 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 don't do that. Well, that would also be way more expensive than hiring an actor, right? <laughs> In the long run, yes, I mean, it has to be right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm sure they're not going to do that, but I get why they would do it for this. Now, overall, uh, overall thoughts. I I got to start with Luke. Guys, I I might cry on this because I did cry watching it. You all know I'm a Luke guy, okay? Luke is my favorite. He's been my favorite since I was a kid, and I love him in The Last Jedi as well. I am Luke from beginning to end. Yep. I love Luke, and he is he is the best of us. And when I saw when I saw that X-wing, I knew it. Like I knew it. I and I didn't even. I did really love that even though I knew it, they kept the suspense up. Like they kept revealing yes. one little thing at a time. Like yeah. they they revealed the X-Wing and then they revealed, you know, they, they showed Grogu's ears popping up like he sensed something. And um, and then... Yeah, it's like a dog when he hears a dog whistle. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then they reveal... And then they <laughs> showed a Jedi on the camera, you know, on the camera screen that Grogu was looking at. And then they showed from behind the green lightsaber and then the glove. And then we saw his face later. I loved all of those little, those, that little buildup, even though I knew it (laughs) literally as soon as I saw the X-Wing and she was like, one X-Wing. Great. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We're saved. I, I knew it was him. And I was just at four 30 in the morning at, in my living room, just sitting there like, like a child, crying like I, I i started to tear up at that point mm-hmm. not full-blown tears yet not full-blown cry yet but what really got me was uh what really got me to tears <laughs> like for real y'all have heard me talk about this show is about the relationship between din and grogu this yep. show has been from the beginning about the relationship the father-son relationship yep. even when you introduce 
Boba Fett, you introduce Bo-Katan, you introduce Ahsoka, you introduce all these characters. It never gets away from the story yeah. of these two, this father-son relationship, even yes. if they, they're just building it in these subtle ways. Yep. That part where they say their goodbye and mm-hmm. Din takes off the helmet, I it wasn't single tier. It was like legit... <laughs> sobbing on my couch <laughs> all by little, myself that little baby green hand just reaching up and caressing his oh, chin god dude i seriously yeah. i and i'm i'm not afraid to admit it dude y'all i was i was definitely weeping yeah. at that point and i was too <laughs> and and here's the thing that could not have that could not have happened for all of you for all of you filler episode people, that could not have happened if there were if half of these episodes that y'all claim are filler episodes are not fill. Uh, that could not have happened if they were filler episodes. The fact that the 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 thing is, those filler episodes were character development episodes at the very least. Every episode that I can think of, are you what? What's going on? What? What's going on? Are y'all laughing at me? Drew is saying something funny. Okay. Who said something funny? I was also laughing because I was thinking about you, you're talking about something that we were talking about the other day, oh. and how basically the same people that complain about how there's no character development in the show also complain that the character development episodes are filler episodes, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you want? Yeah, you, you gotta. You can't. It's not that simple. It's no. not that simple. You want? Yeah. I, oh, oh, thank you, thank you. The yes. You yeah. Got my notebook reference. <laughs> That's great. Leave it to me to always know the quote to a rom com. Yes. <laughs> That's not even a comedy. That's not a comedy at all, dude. It's just <laughs> devastating rom. <laughs> Unless you think that how? Okay, we're not gonna get on that. Never mind. Yeah. Let's 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 get back. You were well, saying, yeah. Michael. But yeah, I so, yeah, okay. I, I just – the buildup that has been these two seasons all the way to uh, – y'all, especially from the Ahsoka episode on, I feel I have been moved greatly by single – these little moments between these two characters in each episode. Yeah. Uh, b- between the Ahsoka episode and this one, I feel like the Ahsoka episode on this season has been like – really touching stuff <laughs> on a lot of levels. And um, I, I, I was definitely moved to literally bawling on, on my couch. And I, it was amazing. Um, on a lighter note and a fun, more fun note, um, something that gets overlooked, I think, in this episode because of all the Luke of it all and, you know, Grogu leaving, um, the the dog fights and the space stuff in this episode was so good. It, it was, was good. so good. It was so well filmed. I could tell that a lot of it was model work, and I yeah. really, really am a sucker for that stuff. Um, but like, I feel, and this is one of those. This is one of those times where I see John Favreau writing this script, and he's just like. Let's see. What do I want to play with today? I am, <laughs> I am going to. Uh, let's see. I used to love shuttle Tiderium. Let's, let's do that one. And then, and then, uh, let's do, he just, he walks in, he walks into a toy closet and he's like, Hmm, Mm, which which ones shall I play with? Which one, which one? I will take you. And I will, I will, 
Yes, right. I will say just as a quick side note, I will say that the whole shuttle thing was done really well, and I'm so glad they didn't steal the shuttle to get <laughs> in to the place. Because for me, that would have been too on the nose, like Return of the Jedi, like they did in Return of the Jedi. Wait, what do you mean? Like they did, didn't they? Well, they yeah, they, it was, they, they well, did sort of. They like, commandeered it. <laughs> they did commandeer it, but but it to commandeer they, it. I I they did it in a way to me, and I'm gonna. I've only seen the episode once, but I remember thinking as I was watching it that you know they handled that. It, it didn't. At first, I was like, "Oh man, this is gonna feel really on the nose and too much of a callback," but then it, the way they did it. Yeah. Didn't I, really seem. I feel like it was pre- that way. Like, when I think about what really happened, I did feel like it was pretty similar to return of the Jedi, but like I, it didn't even register to me. Like that's what they were doing. I was just, uh, that's one of those moments in the Mandalorian where I was like, okay, we're just playing in the sandbox right now. And I'm here for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like her permission to cross examine Josh. Yes. Go for it. Did they, or did they not in, the light cruiser in the in the shuttle they did enter it yes did they or did they not (laughs) hijack the shuttle before entering the light cruiser in the shuttle they they did they did yes they did then they stole the shuttle to (laughs) enter the ship yeah yeah (laughs) which is what you said they did not do yeah, I said that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just own it. That's good. That's good. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, said that. I mean, yeah. this is this is this is seventeen, eighteen years of friendship playing out on the Yeah. I mean they didn't have like I don't remember there being if I'm wrong, I don't remember there being a secret, you know, I don't remember there being like an old imperial code. An old imperial code, yeah. They, used they, they did they tweaked it. It was like the anything, bar- yeah. But just yeah. don't make it look like I copied you thing. Yeah. 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 So it <laughs> yeah. could have gone, it could have gone wrong and it could have gone horribly wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But Moff Gideon knows everything, right? So just assume I know everything. Oh, okay. That was my yeah. last note. Uh, my last note before we get to Scott. Did anyone else get, I think all of us are lost fans in here, right? Uh, are, Josh, are you a lost fan? I've never, I've never, I've oh, seen a few episodes, but I haven't really God. watched the. Okay. The well, Scott and Ben will get this. Did anyone else get Ben Linus vibes from from Moff Gideon in this episode? Man, the mind games! Oh my yeah. gosh, it was so good. Um, I I did I I just I said I had one more thought. I actually have one more. Um, the way I want to shout out that the way that they built the uh the the way that they built just how dangerous and dire the situation was with the dark troopers so they let one of them out to to fight with din and that showed us wow these things are powerful din can barely handle one yep din can barely handle one and um for best far huh then they yeah then they come back later and it's like because of what we know from earlier in the episode it's like how the heck are they going to get out of this? There's like 20 of them and, or more. And, and Din could barely. Too many of them. Yeah. There's too (laughs) many of them. Um, So that 
makes it all the more <laughs> just absolutely yeah. insane and amazing to see Luke chopping through them like they're like they're like they're battle droids and uh and <laughs> attack of the clones or something like this they look coming through they look this is impossible they look that doesn't compute um uh, 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 uh blast out roger uh they that's what they roger, looked roger. that's what they were treated like when yeah. luke started like busting them up that's how powerful Luke is. He did not remotely struggle. <laughs> so I loved how they built how strong the Death Troopers were. And then I loved how that built just how powerful Luke had become. And I thought that was really cool. So well, yeah, and, 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 and it's pretty obvious that they didn't build. I mean, the Dark Troopers are really strong, but they weren't built to uh, <laughs> withstand a lightsaber. <laughs> that's, that's, no, that's, that's they were sure. not. That is for uh, sure. So. Right. Or the Force. For that matter, yes. All right, Scott. Give He's us. Gonna, yeah. I swear, if you're gonna, <laughs> if you're sneaking in a last Jedi complaint, I'm gonna lose my. No, mind. no, no. I'm no, no first kidding. Of all, Scott first is laughing. I am kidding. Yeah. Most, I was gonna say most people don't know me. Um, I yeah. find something to enjoy about all of the Star Wars things, all of them. I love. Them. Um, at the end of the day, Star Wars originally was for kids, so. Which it, means it, it for us. The, yeah, it speaks to the child <laughs> and all of us. So, yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to start with the things that I enjoyed, and then we'll talk about my, my, my issues with it, because I know it'll descend into chaos. Um, <laughs> so, um, those of you in the chat, I do apologize Don't if apologize. I get, get on your fee-fees. Um, but... <laughs> Kylo, <laughs> time to kill me. More, more. <laughs> Let the okay Scott more? die. Kill it if you have to. Let the Scott die. <laughs> okay, you're still the floor. Is Scott. Holy God, the, the floor is yours, Scott. Come on. Um, okay, so I, to be honest with you, I loved everything about this episode, save for a couple of things. Um, I uh, one thing I'm surprised, Michael, that you didn't mention the like incredibly retro, like 80s, almost Tron like feel of the music when the Dark Troopers start powering. So cool! Up. Yeah, so I would have like I would have mentioned uh, it eventually for sure. <laughs> oh, it's so good! It's so good. Um, I love that they didn't waste any time. Um, although I do have a question: where did the where did the scientist dude go after they? took the shuttle because they didn't kill him he like doesn't exist anymore they left they left him at the bar on that planet which was very Probably. low that which was very lothal like did anyone feel that way at all a, a little bit a little bit like, it looked I don't, like lothal to me okay go ahead they probably just let um, him the uh air hatch the old air hatch. <laughs> ah! they can't show that though it's true <laughs> Because even the even the dark troopers that they tried to kill in outer space, they allowed them to live by coming back in with their robot feet. Um, so, okay, so I yes. loved, you know, I thought that the I thought the action was great. I think Peyton Reed's direction is always good in yep. most everything that he does. Um, I do appreciate the little comedic beats that he still has. Yes. Um, the thing, the little bit of, you know, irony where you just go, huh. Um, yeah. But can we talk about for a second, like how 
incredible the um like okay so den is going to fight he's fighting dark trooper moff gideon etc but like literally everyone who took over the light cruiser was a chick yeah. a woman yep forgive me a woman <laughs> a very strong a baby woman. chicken <laughs> like, a very strong like, baby what, chicken <laughs> like I know that some people don't really care about this, but like yeah. what a great move for diversity and mm-hmm. for um, representation and letting um, letting like little girls see themselves in like a cool, powerful moment. Mm-hmm. Really um, natural cultures of women too. Like, really natural yeah. way too. Yeah. I, I thought it was yeah. like, it worked. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It was like, it was like girl boss getting the crap done, taking yeah. over. Um, and well, yeah, and they and they brought just really quick. They brought those strong female characters from the animated series into live action for a reason because they okay. deserve they deserve more attention. Yeah, yeah I agree. deserve more attention. So you have to also understand that I am a relatively casual Star Wars fan. So I am still not all the way through Clone Wars. Um, and, and Michael has, Michael and I have talked about this a lot. It's mostly because it's really hard for me being a, like a film guy, having a hard time with like the, the non connecting mini arcs that happen in Clone Wars. Um, and that's hard for me. And, and it's not so much the animation as much as it is like each season doesn't tell an overarching story. It tells a whole bunch of tiny stories. And so that's so I'm I'm working my way slowly. I think I'm like you know season four, episode like fourteen or something like that. Um, season four. Like yeah. Oh boy, you're about to get into some stuff. I I, I hope so because I'm kind of I'm having a hard time with it. Um, you are, but I that's, but but I but I always have had a hard time with animation in general, and you know that. Yeah. Um, but the Pixar even. Sometimes, yeah. I haven't yeah. even seen Coco yet, but we'll get into that later. Um, I just saw Coco a couple months ago, and it's one of Pixar's best in my top opinion. five. Yeah, so you anyway, should see. Okay, it. I'll have to. I'll have, It'll I mean, give you I'll all the it, Plus, so the feels, it. man. The feels in that movie are. I'll watch it at some point. All over but, the place. Um, so okay, so I loved. You know, I I love that uh, Den is starting to relax his rigidity on his helmet. Mm-hmm. I think that that increases the dynamic nature of his character. Yeah. Um, because if we were going four or five seasons in and he still ha- wasn't taking his helmet off, I mean, people are going to lose, lose attention. I feel like there's only so far you can take emotionally take a character without seeing their face. It's just, yeah. it's just the way it is. Um, I, 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 I will. Okay. So these are some of the like little nitpicky things before we get to the good stuff. Um, I thought <laughs> that it was really funny how, um, like, and maybe it's cause I have a film degree, but like in storytelling, when you can tell that they had to put something in there for plot, per, like, like, like a plot key kind yeah. of a thing to make it like yeah. unlock something later when she was like, the dark saber can cut through almost anything except for pure Beskar. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, cool. So that pure Beskar spear that he just got is about to make an appearance. To friend. be fair, they've been planning that for several episodes. I know. I know. Also, even in the like, first episode, just, the lightsaber couldn't cut through it. Yeah. And I just kind of right. 
put right. two and so two my, together. So my thought is like, <laughs> yeah, I think you don't have to, to that, 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 that expository line is completely unnecessary. Though. Yeah, exactly. So you're right. It, we've been building that up for several episodes. Why say it? Yeah. Right. That you're was, right. that was just one of my like, okay. Um, yeah, totally. I did. I did. I did think it was funny that Bo-Katan could like recognize Boba Fett's voice because of all the clone troopers that she had spoken to. What a chilling um, line. Yeah, it was, mm-hmm. that was, that was great. Um, I, uh, thousands of times. Yep. That's how obnoxious is that going to be? Like, <sighs> well, you don't even care what I have to say. Cause you've heard my voice a thousand times. Yeah. Okay. My voice is going to be all the of last us are, one. All of us hear. are not the same. All of us are not the same, even though we technically are. Um, <laughs> But, uh, but okay, so let's get slowly. So let, let's let, I thought the dark, everything that you guys said, amazing dark troopers. Awesome. Um, fight scenes. Awesome. Um, the speed of the episode. Awesome. Okay. But let's get to the thing that I have an issue with. And I have an issue with, I have an issue with this from like a more holistic, like whole level view of star Wars and less so just Mandalorian. So I actually loved everything about this episode, including that the Jedi showed up with the exception that it was Luke. Hmm. I actually didn't like it at all. I thought that it was easy. Um, I thought that it was a little cheap. Um, I think that there was a number of, of surviving Jedi that we haven't met yet on live action that could have expanded the universe. Um, and it being what just, you know, two seasons in, I'm fine with a Luke reveal or a cameo, but I think that two seasons in was way too soon and way too easy. Um, I, I, um, and, and, and here's my point. So, Kathleen Kennedy, and I actually pulled the quote up because I want to make sure I got this right. When they were done with Rise of Skywalker, this was back in like, this was December 17th of 2019. This came out on IGN. She said, what we've been focused on these last five or six years is finished is finishing the family saga around the Skywalkers. Now is the time to start thinking about how to segue into something new and different. And she and and they have talked about for a long time about expanding this amazing thousands of years that they have in their universe. And literally in season two alone, they shrunk the universe back to the canon of the of the saga five times. They shrunk it back when they introduced Ahsoka, which makes sense. I'll give you that, because most casual Star Wars fans have very little knowledge about who she is and what she is. And so to most people, that was a new character. So I'll give you that one, but still tied to the Clone Wars, tied to the saga. Um, Then Bo-Katan, same thing. I'll give you that new character. Most people don't know. Um, Bringing Boba Fett back was, again, kind of easy. And it was more fan service nostalgia, but okay, whatever. You You can make a series out of that. Cool. We have spent literally 40 years going through the life and times of the Skywalkers. 
Mm. And we, and, and you have now just like made this great, like, that's why I love season one. Cause it had nothing to do with that. It was just new things and bigger worlds. And yeah, they go to Tatooine, but like, that's, that's called, that's a, that's a planet that exists within the entire galaxy, not tying anything else back to it. It was just a, a location. But when you bring Luke, it, it's just like they have all of this stuff. And then it's like, Oh, Ahsoka. Oh, Boba Fett. Oh, Bo-Katan. Oh, like it just keeps. And then even if you want to get like Jabba the Hutt, Bib Fortuna, like you, that's number five. Like you just tie it back, back, back to the saga. And, um, and I'm just, I just kind of want them to move on. Like there's nothing that I like when they announced the Acolyte series in the Disney plus investor day, like, I'm here for it because it's high Republic era. I want them to get as far away from the Skywalkers as possible, because I think that that, I think there's going to be so many people who are so critical of there's an opportunity for criticism, hardcore fans of star Wars, anytime that you touch anything with the Skywalkers and I'm ready for them to just move on. And I know that that's an unpopular opinion. I get it. Yes, Jessica, I I agree with you. It, It does mean that, it could mean, you know, for other stories, but I still just need things to be, I just need them to be more um, open. And I feel like they just continually shackle themselves back to the same thing that they know because they know people are going to go, you know, and I just, I just, that's that's my biggest, that's my biggest (laughs) complaint with this whole episode Mm. is like, the literally the only thing that I have an issue with is that it was Luke. If it had been uh, Ezra, if it honestly, if, if Ahsoka was like, you know what? I decided to show up. Like that would have been fine with me too. Like it, it, but I just, I'm, I'm, that's my thing is like, I feel like they're just continually shrinking the universe back down to what they know instead of expanding it even further. And like, honestly, they could have pulled in the Jedi from the fallen order video game. And I would have been fine with that, even though I have no idea who he is because I don't play video games. Sorry, but I'm just sitting here going like, I, have, I just, I, I, Oh, I've heard it's a great game, but yeah, I, just I haven't finished it yet. But, yeah. um, it's but it's, it, it, it's just not something that I do, but I, I just have, uh, I think that's, that's where my biggest complaint with this episode was, is like, mm-hmm. okay, so now what's going to happen? So now Grogu is going with Luke to the Jedi temple and he's going to be what, so, so the question is, did Kylo kill Grogu when he, when he rebelled? Is, is he going to separate from Luke in the future? In that case, like basically I feel, I kind of feel like I told Michael this, that Grogu basically was uh, explained to be like a glorified MacGuffin after all of this, like, Hmm. Oh, the whole point was to get him to Luke. Hmm. Yeah, oh, he got stolen. Got to hatch a plan to go get him. And and the only way we can get to Luke is if we get the MacGuffin to Luke. And that's and 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 that's just that's my only like frustration with the whole thing is that I just I wish it hadn't been Luke. You, you hmm. sound like me talking about the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. and, you know. I, I would totally be with you and I see where you're coming from 100% respect it actually. Um, and, and I, and I get it. 
Um, Same. Had, had these moments, I think, come at the expense of the show's core themes and purpose and characters, had they come at the expense of the expansion that has occurred in the show, um, I think I'd be right with you. I just don't think that those moments, um, despite the fact that there was some shrinking back to what people knew intentionally, I don't think that that came... I don't think those moments um, harmed the Star Wars universe that's hmm. that's expanding before our very eyes. I think that some of these characters are unavoidable, too, given the timeline. I mean, given that 30-year gap between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens, with Luke being sure. around and active, with Ahsoka being sure. around and active and others, they're unavoidable characters. Right. Um, Granted, but I, I don't see have what an you're issue saying. With yeah. Ahsoka, I don't have an issue with Ahsoka showing back up because, like yeah. I said, for the casual Star Wars fan, that was new. Right. And and honestly, I don't even have an issue with Luke showing up. Just later. But I feel like I feel like sixteen <laughs> right? episodes into the show, yeah. like I feel like a, a build up for Luke is kind of like your 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 big like hmm. we've been building to this the whole time kind of a thing. And now, what does Din do without him? Oh, like if, I, the, if, if the core of the show is built on the relationship between Den and Grogu, yeah. then you have completely sacrificed the core of the show by putting him in the hands of Luke this early. So, so can okay. I make a point on yeah, that? Yeah, go for it. I have, okay. I have a thought too. Okay. And, and yes, I would agree if I didn't look at the past two full seasons and what this episode was as as a payoff, you know, of the last two seasons, knowing in the back of my head that at some point the storyline with Grogu was going to have to end. Um, it, it's not something that they could just keep going in perpetuity. And so while the last two seasons has been about that relationship, and I actually think we're going to see that character again at some point, um, I think that even the creators of the show knew that there that the shelf that there's a shelf life, you know, to to that core element of the show. And now what they have to do is they have to put another core into it. They you know they have to shift to something else to another storyline within the Mandalorian that that viewers are going to get interested yeah, in yeah. and invested in too. And so I, yeah. I share, it's so weird because I share a lot of the same concerns. Cause I think you and I think similarly, similarly. about this kind of stuff. Um, but, but, and I would feel the same way um, were it not for what I just explained. Right. Mm -hmm. Sure. And, yeah. and and again, I get that. And and again, you have to remember that I'm coming at this from a very casual Star Wars fan perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't have all of these other tiny little nuanced things of the Clone Wars and Rebels and Resistance and all of these, you know, comic books and books and things like that to to feed from. I'm I'm going based on I just feel like mm -hmm. bringing Luke in this soon was was too easy. Like it kind of felt like they were like, it's okay, fair. they're not, they're locked behind a door. They're about to die. We need someone to come save them. We got good old Luke. Cause he's still alive. Right. He's 29 years old at this point in the show or in, in the timeline. Like, 
Why when not? he said open the door, I got goosebumps. So I was like, yes, oh no, open the door. Sure. Open yeah, the yeah, door. Sure. Absolutely. And I and I <laughs> I get I, it. I, I, under- I get it. I understand that. I'm just I, I'm just sitting here from like a storytelling perspective. I'm sitting here going, Okay, well, now what? Yeah. And I will say, um, I found out, it, and this may not be a, a valid source, but apparently a former Lucasfilm employee has come out saying, because you were ta- Michael and I were talking about whether or not Mando season three was going to be the book of Boba Fett or whether it was going to be its own thing. Oh, yeah. um, and, and it looks like a former Lucasfilm person mm-hmm. put out on Twitter that to their knowledge, the filming, uh, the filming dates were different for season three and for Book of Boba Fett. So that doesn't mean that we will yep. get season three in December. We may get Boba Fett and then get season three. Yeah. Um, but but the, but but season three is not Boba Fett is not now the center of the Mandalorian show or no, whatever. No, that, right. Which no. is that would be a terrible decision if they well, did that. Yeah, and you've got you've got Grace Randolph. Don't. Lord bear me strength spreading fake news about them being one in the same and Mandalorian three and book of book of Boba Fett being the same show. And there's yeah. zero proof of that. I think anybody, I don't even know who that is. So yeah. Well, I, I was just thinking about that as she, a possibility for the same. She's thing. an entertainment reporter who just kind of reports on different, like fandom related, um, related things. Um, she has a YouTube channel. That's <laughs> That's and, what she is. and so, and so, just to provide context to that, though, she's she's very often wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and says she has oh. big scoops, and she gets all these clicks and attention. Yeah, and then she, she turns out ice cream scoops, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got, I got a scoop of chocolate, a scoop of vanilla, big old um, scoop. So, she so drives anyway, me insane. I, yeah. it was very abundantly clear to me that when it said the book of. Boba Fett coming December 2021. All of a sudden, my mind went. <laughs> all of a sudden, my mind went. What? I'm sorry. Drew said, "I love Drew so and thick and thick Fortuna deserve one another." God, is that is that Drew Tavares? No, it's Drew, no, Miller. Drew Miller. Okay, because that sounds like something my Drew would say. He's my Drew. <laughs> Your Drew? <laughs> yes. No, this is my Drew. Yeah. Well, good for you. Uh, so he's a good Drew too. There are many <laughs> Drews to go around and to share. Many, many Drews. Um, uh, I knew just instinctually that I was like, that's obvious that it's a spinoff or a mini series of some kind. It just was yeah. obvious. Yeah. Very obvious. And, and, uh, so anyway, I yeah. appreciate you bringing that up, Scott. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. Fake news, especially in the Star Wars universe, gets around very, very quickly, and people believe it. And then trying to retract it and correct it is impossible. <laughs> it literally it's is impossible. It's impossible. Now, I mean, we're we're. I mean, I'm 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 impossible. trying. I'm responding to people now, in uh, thinking people thinking now that like the entire sequel trilogy is going to be decanonized and ignored forever. I was like, no, they bought it. They got what they did. And and in fact, the content that they're filling in right now is tying into the sequel trilogy. It's only enhancing it. Ryan Johnson's real sad with his blockbuster hit. (laughs) Yeah, poor Ryan Johnson. Yeah, I mean, I'm so sorry that they all made over a billion dollars. (laughs) You know. Um, Okay, so real quick, 
Michael, I, I had a couple things real quick to say on Scott's thing. Is it yeah. related? Okay. So I find myself between a rock and a Scott place. I <laughs> am. You were waiting to say that. <laughs> you were. First off, Back I wanted to say mind, that. Back your mind, you were like, Second. I cannot wait to say this. First, I wanted to say that. On to it. <laughs> um, so I'm honored to be related to you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Uh, we, just lost, we just lost 10 viewers and we had nine, so I don't know how to have it. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> so telling dad jokes. And- I <laughs> no, but really, I, I really do find myself like in this place where, cause I'm Scott, I am, I am the same way as you in the sense that I constantly on the podcast too. I've mentioned that I'm so sick of the Skywalker story. Like I just want, New Nobody stuff. cares anymore. I yeah, <laughs> I'm like I don't care. They're all dead. Hey, get off I, the stage. Can I, pause, can I pause this for one second? This is like a record here, and I have to just bring it to our attention. We have at least two girls in this chat right now, and we don't usually have girls in this chat. Welcome, I Jessica. Welcome, Kendra. Kendra. Welcome, whoever is in here. It's great to have <laughs> Star Wars nerd women in this in this live stream with us. Continue. That's not an insult. Um, what girl? Kylo, Kylo welcomes you. What girl? What girl? What girl? <laughs> um, okay, so I want new stuff. I want new Give stories. Me. I want and it. That's, why I, that's one of the reasons I didn't like the uh, reveal of um, Ray at the end of Rise of Skywalker being a Palpatine. Ray, And then instead of, you know, <laughs> not being a Palpatine and just being a, a nobody, she has to be a Skywalker. Like, okay, I get it. I get like the power in it or whatever. Like, it's fine. <laughs> but it's like, can we move on? So that being said, Very though, I also. Power. In Understand. the name of Skywalker. Good lord. Okay, so that being said, I want new stories about new Jedi, and I probably would have been more emotional if it was Ezra as opposed to Luke, honestly. Like, I think if I saw Ezra come through that door, I would have cried even harder. Um, but I also do understand... So a couple of things I understand from a narrative standpoint and a timeline standpoint, why they would choose Luke easy. Sure. But also it does just make sense. Like, I think that's, that's the thing that's hard is like, it's like there's a difference between it being easy and it being like convenient and all of this stuff, but it's also like, okay, but Luke is, it was, it was both. But at the same time, it's also like, but Luke is literally like, it would be weird if it wasn't at the same time. Because it's like, if it wasn't Luke, then everybody's question would just be, but wait, Luke's like out there looking for Jedi right now. Wouldn't he be tapped into the force and stuff like that? And then it would be claimed as like a plot hole in the Star Wars universe that Luke couldn't sense this Jedi that was reaching out in the force <laughs> you just and said then it would be another filler episode. I'm, okay, just I'm just Luke again. <laughs> oh Luke. my God. Oh my God. I'm, you just said two trigger words for Josh. You said, you said filler, filler episode <laughs> and you said plot hole. <laughs> I know this Patrick is Williams has a really great video about plot holes that everyone yes. should watch. Yes. But all of that to it say, is, is. I don't, I don't think it would actually be a plot hole. I'm just saying what the like, 
overall narrative would be like people would think this stuff so <sighs> that being said <laughs> um i do think that it could they could have made sense of somebody else coming and saving all of that stuff i had another thing i wanted to say and i can't remember what it was but um is there another clever pun with my name in it? No, no, it wasn't. It was like an actual thing. Um, <laughs> an actual thing. I, I think what you're saying, though, Ben, Ben, like, correct me if I'm wrong here. There's a difference between it being easy and it being natural. Yeah, it's like, right? It's like, or is that kind like, of what you're at saying? This point, oh, I remember the other. Thank you for saying that because that helped me remember what I wanted to say. Because so, natural is definitely easy, but yes, is it? easy in a negative like a lazy way yeah lazy way and, or did it feel natural to do it right it's like it's like this is like like honestly it just made sense like there's a difference between it making sense and it being just an easy convenience you know yeah. but i also feelings, and, you know it to be true but also scott i do think that as far as moving on to new stuff I am actually in a way flipped with you on this where I would rather them just get the Skywalker stuff out of the way. Like let them go ahead and do their thing with Luke. And then you say, but what now? I'm like, yeah, exactly. Now we're like, what now? You know, Luke, Luke came, had his cameo, took Grogu. We know he's off training people in the temple. Kylo might kill him. I don't know. We'll probably see in comics or books or something. They're going to make millions off of Grogu, but I uh, it's like, why he can't die. It's actually why Grogu can't die, right? You've yeah. heard of plot, you've heard of plot armor. Um, Grogu has marketing armor. Yes. Yeah. He will never die for that reason. Yeah. Um, also, if you haven't seen his face plastered on the Yoplay Gogurt box, I'm a little bit upset that they didn't call it Yoplay Grogu. Grogu? Grogurt? It would have been a spoiler before it was ever yeah. out, though, because then they would have been like, people would have been like, why, would, why is this called Grogurt? I don't understand. Did they misprint? No. Can I, uh, is can the I, Grogu I have a, yogurt green? Because if it is, I'm going to go buy it right now. If it isn't, why would they make it? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But then you would kind of feel like you were eating him if it was. That's green. true. Um, but, I, can, yeah, I have, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Do you have more thoughts, Ben? Literally, I was only okay. gonna i was okay. literally gonna be like be like anyways that's all i wanted to say do you like yeah like michael yeah whatever. so <laughs> here's here's my thing i again scott this is a very i i kind of like led everyone to believe that you had this insane hot take it's not true at all i really think that you mm -hmm. have a lot of there's a lot of sense to what you're saying and i actually agree with you philosophically here um here's the thing though we are in, we are five years after Return of the Jedi. We are in the era of the New Republic. It is being built up. Um, we know, it, you know, I haven't read a lot of the books, but I do know that Leia and Luke play a major role in the New Republic. And yeah. so, like, to, it, to me, it's just five years after the fall of the Empire. For me, it's very natural it's 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 the opposite of lazy for me it's it's just it ben i think ben was right on it's it is easy but it also is natural it makes sense that luke would be would be the one here because he he is around and active in this universe right now and we still have 
and the show has actually shown already that it is kind of bridging that gap between um between the return of uh, sorry the return of the king wow no the <laughs> between uh return of the jedi and uh the force awakens which is in my opinion badly needed that we need to see what the new republic is we need to see how the first order came to be luke and leia are a part of that i i i hate to say this i don't know how they would pull it off but i wouldn't be surprised if one day we saw leia i don't know i don't know how they would do it but I, in this show i bet it could happen at some point we get we're leia, getting leia poppins into the ship instead of luke we're getting, i think oh we're way God. more likely to see a potential leia cameo in like rangers of the new republic that's what i was just about to say yeah. rangers of the new republic Not in the mandalorian most sure yeah that's a perfect that's <clears> a perfect place but but that's my point like we're we're bridging the gap right there. He makes total sense to me. Ezra Bridger, um, someone said in the comment, I totally agree with that. Ezra Bridger has, she, he can't come in until Thrawn does, which is, to, that's, which is that's, that's going to happen in the Ahsoka show. That Ahsoka episode was basically a backdoor pilot for the Ahsoka show. Sure. And yeah, Thrawn and, and Ezra is with Thrawn. We, we know that from Rebels. You'll see eventually one day, but that's, we kind of, we know we know that already. So Ezra really was an option in my mind. He could have done that until they announced the Ahsoka show. And I was like, oh, okay, well, Ezra's going to be in that show probably at some point. Um, I would be surprised if he came into The Mandalorian now. So at that point, Luke became a bigger possibility for me. Other than that, you have what? Cal Kestis, who I don't really care about because I haven't played the video game. And I I've, feel like that was kind of – that would be a weird choice – Anyway, it but, and then you have played the game. Then a lot of people. I do think he's going to show up in live action at some point, though. Sure, yeah, sure. Uh, but I, I, I feel like, um, I felt like compared to Luke, it just, it, it just, Luke made so much sense story wise for me because of the era we're in, because of where we're at, and it is something that does kind of ground us where we are in the. It, it grounds us where we're at in this universe. And we have to remember, we are getting stuff like this. We're getting stuff like the Lando show, which I'm not really excited about. We're getting, we're getting. You will be when it comes out. Trust me. I, I won't be excited listen, about it unless Donald Glover is playing Lando. Listen, I get excited about any Star Wars that comes out. So yes, you're I right. Would. But it's but uh, out of all the Star Wars shows that they announced, it's one of the ones I'm least excited about. But um, but it is. It, we're getting these. We're getting these that are kind of. There's definitely an element or or a lot of elements of nostalgia involved, but then we're also getting a Rogue Squadron movie, which, from what I've heard, could take place after the Rise of Skywalker. That's apparently um, what it is. Which, which I, God, please, yes. I want to start going ahead. Um, and then we are getting the Acolyte, which is at the end of the High Republic, which is, yes, please. Um, that's that's new territory for us. Um, we are getting a lot of books set in the High Republic, which means I bet you we're going to get a lot more shows and movies set back there at some point. Uh, we are getting, uh, but then yeah, we are getting stuff that's set in the same timeline that we're used to. But as, apart from that, we're also getting all this. We're getting some other stuff that is exploring new territory. They just can't do only that. So for me. I guess I just get what they're doing and I just, and, sure. and yeah. And sure. having Luke, I, I, yeah. I understand. I understand. But what I'm saying is, is that I feel like it was too soon. Sure. 
Sure. Like, I get that. Okay. That, yeah. there's, there's, there's something, there's something that Disney does all the time in all of their things. And it's part of the reason why I sometimes have a hard time. I have to like stuff it down when it comes to MCU stuff, because I just love Marvel so much. Um, they, and part of the reason why I love the last Jedi um, was because the heroes don't lose but in The Last Jedi, it still kind of felt like they lost a lot. Yeah. You know, like... The stakes were real. Movies. Oh, yeah. That's why I loved Infinity War. Oh, yeah. Because... because And I know we're jumping, you know... Universes. But yeah. I'm saying, like... But because they... Like, there was a... Like, can you imagine if the end of Season 2 was a was searing loss? Like, they tried to get Grogu back and they failed. Yeah. Mm. And it would like, and, and something happened. Like there's like, it's too much, like it's too, it's too. And that's where a lot of the convenience comes in for me is it's like from a storytelling dynamic standpoint, I'm sitting here going like, they never, they never lose. Yeah. I actually, I actually kind of view it as, um, in my mind, I, I do understand what you're saying because I think stakes are very important. Um, no dad jokes about steak, please. And I, I, do, I, do, I, can, I can grill a very good medium rare, though. What did I just say? I, I, <laughs> I do, Scott, I do see where you're coming from. But I will say, though, that I feel like they actually took the – in a weird way, the least easy way here, because the easy route to me would have been Mando Mando rescues Grogu and and they continue to be together and you know and kind of keep going on adventures together. That is the easy marketable way to go. Instead, they are gambling here. And that has me nervous, but like I think in a good way. I'm excited to see. Well, like they're gonna they're gonna move on to retaking Mandalore. That's gonna be that. Like anyone who tells you that that's not gonna be at the heart of season three doesn't doesn't. Think sure, ahead. I mean I think that's clearly the next bit of season. I think that's clearly the next step of the show. But I think that they've built they Grogu was such an integral part of the second of the first two seasons. He literally changed Din Djarin. Like he was the change in Din Djarin their relationship was the change in him. And so now, you know, I do think, like Josh said, I do think we're going to see him again, but I do think that it, it was a really like kind of a risky thing to go ahead and like, okay, there's kind of a finality here to this Grogu and Mando story that we have. Yeah. There's some, okay. that, you know what I mean? That, that I, feel, I, I, yeah. I, know, I know what you mean, but what I'm saying is, is like, I wish that a Jedi hadn't shown up at all. Mm-hmm. Like I wish, I wish that somehow Moff Gideon would have like gotten away with him. Like yeah, they right. would have come to all of that and they would have taken out the dark troopers together. But in the meantime, the distraction yeah. of them having to take out the dark troopers would have had Moff Gideon like flee in a escape pod with, or a TIE fighter with Grogu. And that, and that would be, and that would be the end of season. Like we've defeated the dark troopers, like this amazing, like, awesome like oh we did it and then they turn around and they're gone and that's like the end and and to that point i would have i personally i would have 100 accepted that as the ending of season two i can't speak for other fans i would have accepted that 
as the ending of season two because right, I, I you're, you're you're regular you're a regular of dynamic storytelling also yeah and i'm i'm more star wars is my favorite franchise but i'm more of a film fan than i am even a star wars fan and and i like consequence and stakes and um uh hamburgers and 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 risk and chicken and um and so, you know, man, I am just about to make myself laugh and I can't even continue. <laughs> I was really impressed that you I, didn't laugh. <laughs> I was trying to move on to something else, but then all I could think was yeah. like this list of meats in my mind that I was going to go down um, in, in, my, in my head. So, um, but, so I would have totally accepted that as the ending of season two. Would there have been, I'll tell you this much, and I think the other two guys can agree with me, is that an ending that um, a lot of fans would have accepted and been okay with? Probably not. Um, and so uh, I would have accepted it. I would have defended it. I would have said this is necessary to keep the tension going. We're only at the end of season two here. I would have full-throated defended it as, as a necessary cliffhanger and, and, and so on I, without a problem. I would have too, I, honestly. I think what they're doing is they're trying to balance – uh, and so far, I think they're doing a pretty good job of it. They're trying to balance fan expectation with storytelling needs. And, and as long as that balance remains and it doesn't get too out of whack where they're just playing to expectations and nostalgia, yeah. I'm going to be okay with it. But but to your point, I think it could have ended exactly like you explained and been a phenomenal episode, a great yeah. ending to the season, and I would have accepted that. Uh, so, so, so can can I throw a, a plot hole out there? I don't know. Is it really a plot hole? Is Maybe. It? <laughs> but I'm having to draw on the films for this one. So how did Luke know exactly where they were? Uh, he sent Grogu. Grogu okay. called out to him. Grogu called out okay. to him and he sensed but Grogu. Then, but then he got in the light cruiser and left. Well, he didn't sense the, the seeing stone. He sensed Grogu and he followed. Okay. He, okay. So in the force. I'm awakening, just calling it a force tracker. Okay. Yeah. That's there's clearly what, a. That's kind so, of what happened. There. There's a clearly a force so, tracker. Duh. Hold <laughs> on. Scott's not so done in, with this thing. So in the force awakens, when nobody can find Luke. If Leia was almost master status, why the heck could she not just call out to Luke? Luke and was like closed find off. Find where he was. Luke, Luke closed himself off to the Force. Yeah, I know, but it, you. I'm just saying it's it. The these are the. This is the thing about the Force. That would I, you not ask these about. questions? It's just I would always really, too. I'm just, just kidding. Too it's, it's just like oh, it's the Force. Oh, he closed him. This. He closed himself off to the. He closed himself off to the Force. That's. That works well, with, the, with I, what you're saying. One, one John, thing I, will I completely agree with you. Space magic, bro. So, so one that thing. Too. One thing. They I added will, one another on find my friends. One thing I will <laughs> say. One thing I will say that uh, is is a couple things about that because I see where you're coming from on that. I think the um, the temple that Ahsoka told Din to take Grogu to. Um, that's obviously that was obviously a conduit for that kind of communication and so it at least it established like a physical boundary for maybe sure. 
how that so communication he, so spread off quite like that speed. could take could take place. And this yeah. maybe you could track people through light speed. Are li listen, you guys, are we Yeah. At some point <laughs> at some point, we talk about this all the time. We want these stories to make sense and we want it to be good writing, but also at some point, John Reasoner in the chat just said it. We have to come to terms with this being about wizards in space with light swords. At some point, it, it, it's, we can't ask like, I mean, look, I get it, Scott, but to me, like <laughs> the force in, it, since the beginning of Star Wars, the force has always been the ultimate plot device <laughs> from the beginning. And it, it it's has not just plot armor. It's like it's like plot Iron Man suit. Absolutely, and and I get it, but it it is and it always has been that. And I think that the I think that the way they used it in this never it did not remotely bother me at all. I, I think that maybe it would have it would have been potentially more problematic if there wasn't a physical place that they had to go to to initiate. That comp, you know, that kind of communication, right? Oh yeah, went to yeah, a temple, yeah, yeah. a seeing well, stone, the, yeah, so to speak. Was definitely the was definitely the the the, the Jedi plot armor is that what you version call? of um, of uh, the dark saber can cut through anything except pure beskar like that. Yeah. <laughs> but it showed us instead of told us, which is a right. good rule, which is better. Yeah, that. for sure. Um, can, and, and, but can I make a quick point and, too? Please, hold on. Yeah. I need to I need to speak to Jessica's comment. She said, and it was started for kids, so we can't complain too much. Okay, I totally get that, and I am one hundred percent on board. I I am just also like I think my big thing is like I just need us to not blame struggles in storytelling on something as easy as explaining it away with the force every single time. Yeah. That's that's really. I don't see. I don't see a struggle in this storytelling, though. That's that's where I'm coming from. I don't see a struggle here. I still think that they wasted Luke as a as a cameo at the end of the season, and I'm gonna. Right. That's a hill that I'm gonna die on. Right. Die on it, bro. Oh, can I make? I a won't quick, be with you. Can I, I make? Love. Can I make a quick point? Yes, one thing that I love. One of my absolutely. Speaking <laughs> of like the whole force communication thing, one thing that I I love among many, many things about the, the last Jedi is how, when Luke reconnects himself with the force, the first person he reaches out to and makes a connection with Old it, Grogu. it is Leia is Leia. So she couldn't find him because he was closed off, but then he makes the conscious decision Oh yeah, that's to, right. To, to yeah, reconnect right. to the force right. and she's in a coma and he wakes her up from a coma yeah. And reaches out to her, dude. That moment, I just got chills. That moment is so huge. Okay, I'm stop. We can't talk about the last Jedi. We can't talk about the last Jedi. We can't do that. Can, we can't. Uh, can. I do. One day, one day, the beauty and nuance of that film will be more. I'm, with you. I'm so with you. No, I know it's not perfect, but there is so much beauty and and nuance and and layers. 
we're getting a lot of love right now. In, in Michael, we are getting a lot Michael of love. and I um, had an episode earlier about it. I'm not talking about it right now. I'm just saying like we no, had James we told me ep- he was with you. Yeah, yeah, like we recorded an episode earlier about the Last Jedi, and I told him like, at the end of it, I was like, I was like, I think that um, today at least the Last Jedi is my favorite Star Wars movie. Again. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, y'all get ready for this episode. James Hamrick is really good at words <laughs> with the last jedi he's <laughs> my james he's, i just want to point that, that out. is this is josh's james but he's my becoming james. my james so <laughs> no no he's not <laughs> can we so i just i just have i just have one thing for all of the viewers who are mad at me for asking all these questions no, no, no one's mad at you I'll no one's mad at you. myself i'll just, this is my impression of han being lowered into the carbonite so just see y'all oh. later <laughs> I love you. I know. Someone do the chewy noise. <laughs> <laughs> That's my chewy noise. How was that, everybody? <laughs> From one to ten, rate my chewy sound. I'll give it eight Arnold Schwarzenegger's falling out of a helicopter yeah. <laughs> out of three. Let's just say Scott's impression was a ten out of ten for sure. Yeah. yeah. Scott's alive and he's in perfect hibernation. <laughs> Um, no, you can always count. You can always count on me to have interesting. interesting Absolutely, and this is about, like Star Wars. you haven't asked. You didn't ask anything unreasonable. Not I mean, at all. Surprised. These are all excellent points. I love. That's why I wanted you on, dude, because you got you had some really good questions, and I was like, I don't agree, but I think this is all really good discussion. And there are people in the chat that agree with you, by the way, Scott. Yeah. Um, I want to no, no, pivot. No, there, though. no, no. There's there are person. no people that agree with me. There are people who can see what I'm saying. No, no, no. There's someone who agrees with you. <laughs> there's at there's least one. At least one. Here. There's at least this one. This is a really Reagan. nice way of saying you're wrong. Wow, six out of ten. That's pretty generous, bro. <laughs> um, I want to pivot though. Can we pivot from Luke and go pivot. to pivot? Pivot. Pivot. Uh, we've all seen Friends. Oh, uh, we've all seen Friends. Apparently, uh, in, in the chat, leave your favorite Friends quote. Go. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure if mine is so much a quote as just this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I still hate that show. Um, uh, we're not debating friends right now. It's it's. Uh, we're not debating friends right now. Uh, let me pivot here because I actually, this is a question I had and I wanted to see what you guys thought. Bo-Katan in this episode. Uh, first Wait, of all. First, oh. Can we just talk about how she kind of looks like Bryce Dallas Howard? Oh, she definitely, she definitely. Bryce Dallas Howard could red hair. Bryce Dallas, well, <laughs> well, even their facial features are very similar. Bryce Dallas Howard could have played Bo Katan, probably. At first, yeah. I thought it was her. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say, first of all, I really enjoyed how in the, the Bo Katan episode earlier on in the season, Mando was definitely the the rigid religious zealot of the of the bunch. You know what I mean? And mm. she and she was very much um like chill out, she seemed, dude. She seemed to be like chill out, dude, or whatever. Yeah. In this episode, they turn that on its head, and Bo-Katan is suddenly like, "No, I can't accept that from you. I haven't beaten you. What are you doing? Get like get that away from me." And Din's just like, "No, I yield. Take it, you dummy. Like what? <laughs> what is going? They have I mean, flipped yeah. roles here, and I think yeah. what I wanted to say about yeah. this is true. I really love that it's not just saying." Bo-Katan's group of people are the right kind of Mandalore, uh, Mandalorians and Din is the wrong kind. 
these are two just different kinds and both yeah. of them are rigid and old fashioned in different ways. Yeah. And I think next season, I do expect for Bo to play a bigger role. And I do expect, I think she's going to turn into the villain uh, against Den. I, I, I don't know about that. I think they will have conflict, but I don't think she's a villain because I know her character in the clone wars and, and rebels. She's not a villain, uh, but she is rough around the edges and I do expect conflict. But I don't. But I don't. Maybe I not don't, like an art, like an overarching villain. But I think yeah. that she's going to be an adversary for. I, I'm Finn. very curious to see where that's going for sure. But I do. I do really think that Din has clearly. Uh, Din has clearly kind of. Uh, he's grown in in the ways that you know, uh, as far as just how zealous he is for his for his mm. you know cult or whatever he has gotten much more lax on his helmet he, he literally hasn't said this is the way the entire season yeah Pretty is he really not, not? Nope. he may have in the in in the episode that they reintroduced bo katan she they, said they, this she way. said she it said to him the and then yeah. he you know, he said point. it to her. That's interesting. He said it to her, but but that is a that is really interesting. Scott. He wow. hasn't said it very much. That's true. he really hasn't. Wow. The whole fandom's still just like this is the way, but like, <laughs> is this it? just the <laughs> way? Is like, is it though? Is it? I, I was about to though? say. I was I was gonna say that my like <laughs> short little like like season one it, um, theme is this is the way. Season two theme is is this, this is the way. way? <laughs> And then, and then season three is like, this is not the way. Are we <laughs> yeah, there yet? This is, this, yeah. is this is not. Well, you know, I actually, I half expect some type of confrontation with the armorer in season three. You know, as Dan is too. I was kind of for that. further this away from his particular radicalism. Do we think I, she's still living? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, she 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 got she got out of there right in the in the finale of season one. I mean, she she demolished those troopers, and that was yeah. the last we saw her, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think she's clear. She's definitely alive. I, I do. Ex- I do expect her to play a role going forward, and I actually would love to. She could see end up being the antagonist. An antagonist. I would yeah. love that. That sounds very interesting to me. Hunting um, hunting Din down for being a a heretic. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that sounds very. It's it that's does. Gonna be the cro- that's going to be the crossover event. Maybe so. I do see crossover event. I do see Thrawn being the Thanos, if you will, of that. Um, he's that big. He's that big yeah. in scope. What, uh, what is it sure. with that? I mean, we got purple dude. We got blue dude. Blue dude. We got. <laughs> now we need green dude. Uh, I don't know. Well, we had green dude. Gro- Grogert. Oh yeah, we had Grogu. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able yeah. to not call him anything else. I I did want to ask you guys though, what did y'all think of Bo-Katan and and why was it? Why didn't she? Why didn't she accept the dark saber from Din, but she accepted so, it from Sabine? Yeah, which, Scott, you'll this, see later. This is something. Yeah, and this is actually minor spoilers for Scott, I guess. But I probably so, won't remember it. Yeah, yeah. So. Here's the big difference, at least in my head. I do want them to do some kind of explaining of it. Um, but from what I can gather, Sabine never had to fight anybody for the Darksaber. She found it. Technically, the Darksaber still belonged to Maul. 
So if you follow that whole chain of command, Luke is actually the leader of Mandalore because of because um, Maul was defeated by Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan was defeated by Vader. Vader was defeated by Luke. So anyways. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so Luke's going to come back and claim... <laughs> See guys, this is, why Boba saved, this is why they should have saved Luke's cameo for like season five. I don't, I don't it know of him sense. claiming the throne. Of- <laughs> that would make no sense. Yeah, so she didn't win it in combat. So I think that yeah. since she, since Sabine didn't win it in combat, she was able to give it to Bo-Katan. But mm-hmm. since Bo-Katan lost it in combat, she has to earn it back. Um, and so the question is, supposed to did be she lose it from Moff Gideon? Did Moff Gideon take it from her? Clearly, I think so clearly, yeah. but like, I, I would love to know how that went down. Uh, clear, he has some sort of uh, he has some sort of physical advantage over her because he he kind of took her down for a second in this episode, even. Do y'all remember that when she when he kind of shot we- he in the in the in the, in the on the bridge, he kind of uh. He shot. He was shooting the gun at. He was gonna shoot it at Grogu. Din dot. Din dove in front of Grogu and saved his life. But right before that, he shot and like kind of took down Bo for a second. I feel like she just keeps losing to him. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, and, he, and he's like a trillion years older than her. Yeah, I've and she, and in the Clone Wars and in Rebels, right. she's a very capable warrior. So like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, Someone so in the chat the put earlier, is he a force user? And I'm like, I was about to say, is he force sensitive? That's what I was about to ask. Maybe he is. is. I don't know. I've never thought of him that way, but he keeps beating Bo-Katan. So. Well, uh, and then, I'll of take, course. I'd take, you heard it here first. Moth Gideon is Finn's dad. Because he's And black. they are both force, force sensitive. Both force sensitive. No, the connection you're making is they're both the force sensitive. sensitive. Okay. Yes, that's what. Yeah, racist. I'm just. Kidding. Yeah, no. I'm just. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're not no, going there. No. Yeah. Yeah, I was joking too. I'm not a racist. <laughs> um, I. All right, Darth Hideous. Is that what uh, you yeah, named you, yourself? Who named? I did. I did name myself that. You see it. I did. Um. <laughs> uh, uh. Another question I have too is you know. Now, you know, presumably Moff Gideon, you know, they've already extracted more DNA, more blood from Grogu. And they're going to do more clone dark side experiments. So that's going to be interesting. What comes I mean, I mean, essentially we're leading up to how Snoke. Oh, gets, absolutely. Gets. I don't think that I don't think that's that's unavoidable. Uh, oh, that likely. looked like Snoke in those in those tubes. That I looked know. like him. It kind of did. Yeah, which I'm totally that, fine. You mean, you mean totally a fine. gross looking blob of a creature? Yeah, with a head it with a dent liter- in it. It literally <laughs> could have been like 20 different things, but because it was just a gross looking body with a with deformed figures, it could be anybody. Get out of here! I don't. Totally, totally <laughs> it totally could. I mean, we. It know. could be anybody. You're right. Um, it did yeah. look, it really did have, I did get Snoke vibes, especially because not only did it kind of look like him, but there was a rendition, almost an incomplete version, if you will, of his theme that was playing behind it. Well, I mean, I, all I'm, regardless of what they do, it's no, it's not some type of coincidence that, that the whole point of getting Grogu was to continue 
dark side cloning yeah. experiments. I mean, it's yeah. so it's so obvious. Yeah, they're clearly um, headed toward. And they do you notice every time they say it's something I noticed yeah. this episode. Every time they say um, the word order in a sentence, they're like order. Like it's like they want us to hear the word order really bad. It's like they take a <laughs> breath before they say the word order. They're like order. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that that the guy who played that imperial officer oh, in, dude. in the believer which he by the way so as good. a side note as much as i love the relationship between din and grogu my number one episode of the season is the believer number one episode of the season it was so Every good, good. and it was so important in my because- opinion it was the best written and the best directed episode of the entire season i've come to that conclusion i don't disagree with you i think i think best there's acted obvious- all of that there's there's obviously oh, like anyway. there's obviously like I love the Ahsoka episode for obvious oh, reasons. Oh but yeah, like, I don't think like, it's the strongest episode though. But the yeah exactly it's good. I mean, it's that good. episode was really important because it it I I don't think it's an accident at all that they gave us an episode a full episode where it was Din on his own without Grogu, mm-hmm. showing that this show could be great without Baby i mean Yoda, without Grogu. i mean i mean as far as filler episodes go the believer best episode <laughs> get out i'm just josh is just like josh why did you invite him here michael i, I don't I'm know kidding. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding no i not yeah yeah um i do i do have to say something i've been this at this for a couple time. hours and i am gonna have to uh I'm going to have to head out here. Okay, yeah, yeah. Y'all can keep going. You, you can do this until midnight. That's fine. So before you head out, and we we really do need to be wrapping up pretty soon. By the way, did y'all notice that we haven't had to, like, I just keep, I want to brag about this for one second. <laughs> have y'all noticed that we haven't had to keep uh, every 40 minutes doing a new Zoom call? <laughs> I, ca- I, finally, I finally, I finally, Came, I came into down and bought myself a plasma screen. <laughs> a plasma screen. <laughs> Check it out. Uh, no, nice. I I did break. No, I did break down, and uh, I I came into a little extra money with a studio gig, and I I was like, I'm going to go ahead and get Zoom Pro, so we don't have to worry yeah. about that anymore because that is just the worst. So I've enjoyed this. This has been really nice. To not have to interrupt too. every forty seconds yeah, and I mean, then having to. Yeah. I mean, it's the best, what, 15, it's the best, like 15 bucks a month you'll, you'll spend yeah. when you do stuff like this. Absolutely. Yeah. Right I on. eventually broke down just because right we're, <laughs> at, you know, the outer rim, we're generating a lot more video content now. Yeah. And so I was just like, same with us. We want to have more control over. Yeah. It's this. just totally and ridiculous. So, but yeah. I, I did want to just say, I, I just want <laughs> I just wanted to say that really quick, but I wanted to ask you, Josh, since you got to go, do you have any final thoughts before you get out of here? You know, I don't, I was really satisfied with the season. Um, um, I thought that it built Din and Grogu's relationship up in, in such a way that really paid off in that last episode, which I think is the most important thing, you know, all things aside. Um, and when they parted, just how, emotional that that moment was um and i think everybody watching it felt the significance of it um i am interested to see where the mandalorian goes in season three i actually think that it's going to um uh kind of this particular arc 
ending after two seasons is going to allow the show to actually expand a bit further. I think, I think a Mandalore, a Mandalore storyline um, creates the possibility for more um, larger scale epic storytelling. And that is not a criticism of what we've had the past two years. It's been very tight and focused and small scale. I love that too. Yeah. Um, I love so that. Think, but so, do you think we get hour-long episodes with this grander? Sc- I'm kidding. I don't think. I don't. Think, I, don't I, I don't think so I don't, because I don't of how expensive that would be. <laughs> Dude, I agree. Though really I don't. Really I just don't think we need it. I agree, Scott. No. I, I, they make the length of the episode that the story needs. If the story needs to be 28 yeah. minutes, they make a 28-minute episode. If the story needs to be 52 minutes, they make a 52-minute episode. I uh, love that personally. I love that they don't feel handicapped to having to do a 42 minute episode every week or whatever, you know? So please stop equating quality with amount of time. Like, yeah. Quantity. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and (laughs) I, I feel like so many people keep, they keep like waiting for the show to change into game of Thrones in space. And it's just not, this is a Western, this is a samurai. No, but I, no, but I, I would not be mad about, them doing an hour-long show, Star Wars show, hour-long you, episodes. You know and, what yeah. could happen? The acolyte could end up. The acolyte could end up. That yeah. Boba, <laughs> Boba sitting on the throne. What if <laughs> it becomes <laughs> Star Wars hour. Game of Thrones? <laughs> it's like <laughs> uh, okay. Real quick before you go, Josh, I do have a question. Yeah. Um, do you think? And I was talking to Michael about this. I feel like the book of Boba Fett is going to be more of like a gritty crime type show yeah than like a space cowboy i I mean i agree i think we're gonna be in kind of the we're gonna be in kind of we're gonna be (laughs) dealing with a lot of gray areas and you're not really gonna know who's good who's who's bad you know that's kind of how the world i'm kind of looking looking forward to that because I think that's what I yeah. told I told Michael before on Disney Investor Day as I said, you know, I just kind of I know that there are like darker things that exist in this universe and I'm like I would be as much as I complained about the um as much as I complained about the the making the universe small if you're going to do that like what if what if we had a Vader episode or a Vader show right. you know what if we had a what if we had a mall live action show? Like, yeah. like I just need some sort of a dark, a dark side, a more dark side type show. And that's why I was excited when they announced the acolyte because it's going to be delving more. Well, a, a Sith focused show or movie is something a lot of fans have wanted absolutely for, yeah. for a long time. And so that Fourteen. satisfies that, but it's going to show us kind of another, you know, the other side of it, so to speak. Um, well, and that's and, one of the things I loved about the the dude that um, at the very beginning, and I, I can't believe I didn't talk about this um, at the very beginning of this of this oh, finale, yeah. when he was like, "Do you know how many millions of people died on those starships while the galaxy cheered like that?" Like I have a friend, I have a friend of mine, he uh, grew up rooting for Darth Vader. Um, <laughs> and I know those kinds of people. They're very like, scary. but that was sounds like Barney Stinson. <laughs> That was, but that was always his thought. Was like, you know, like, have you like? I've heard the counter argument of like, 
think about it. The empire thought they were doing like not the not the emperor. He knew what he was doing, but I'm saying like the majority of the people in the empire thought that they were trying to rid this galaxy of evil yep. with terrorism. And yep. so like him bringing up that argument of like, do you know how many millions of people died on those on those starships? Just to rid, yeah. like, it, like yeah. blowing up Alderaan was worth it to rid the galaxy yeah. of terrorism. I was like, this is this is what it looks like to think to be yeah. a zealot against something that, like, where have I seen this somewhere else? Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. And that's um, why I've liked how they've. Um, one thing I'll say, it's like obviously I'm 100% go rebellion, go resistance, all that kind of stuff. Um, but humanizing those within the empire um you know those beneath leadership so to speak stormtroopers and so on i think is really important you know in the the believer the the crazy thing is like in the believer in that episode when when they arrive when uh when Dan and Mayfield arrive and they get out and they're ch- being cheered by all these stormtroopers as heroes. Yeah. It was like, it was a, it was exactly like the scenes we've seen when like in a new hope, when Luke Skywalker gets back from blowing up the death star and he gets down off the X wing and a bunch of people around him are cheering. You know, it yeah. was an exact replica of that kind of like the end of a new hope, feeling, but they did it with stormtroopers <laughs> instead, yeah. you yeah. know, and that's, that's another thing. I love the believer just because it, it had some very well executed subversion. And I'm like all about, I'm all about yep. that. Yep. Uh, but I was like, it subversion for subversion's sake? No. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love, I'm just I love, kid- I'm I kidding. Love, I'm kidding. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So I just wanted to bring that up that like, like when they do that, I I like it because it shows that, you know, you may be on the wrong side, but there are still people involved who in their heart of hearts believe a certain way and believe that they're doing the right thing. And they believe that they're doing the right thing. And um, it makes a really good villain. That doesn't make the cause that doesn't make the cause right. No. Um, uh, you know, but uh, but yeah, obviously the emperor and 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 the top brass of the empire knew exactly what they were doing, and and well, that's the, the context manipulated that whole thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, and Absolutely. we have to look at it at it through that context. But um, but I just think that that's that's interesting, and the more that they do that, the the more they create a a, a lived in believable yeah. world. You know. Totally with, agree. Um, you know, that's why what was so, that was what was so amazing in the force awakens, you know, Finn taking off his helmet and being a real person, Yeah, you know, super powerful. Um, very powerful. I'm out though. Oh yeah. Book, book of Boba Fett. I want to just say something about that really quick, dude. I think that that, that show is going to be gritty space, Western crime, yeah, yeah, crime story. I feel like it'll be more mafia type. Like. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, when he, when he, when he yeah. sat on the throne there, and basically, you know, the last time Boba Fett was in Jabba's palace, Dude. Jabba was alive. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm, I'm the captain now. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm the captain. Now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and so I'm in charge now, Phasma. I'm in charge now. So him, <laughs> you got a trash come back. Uh, so yeah. So, so him coming back and kind of basically this is Boba Fett exacting revenge on on those who he probably feels like did him wrong because yeah. think about because th- boba fett I bet you boba not- never got paid <laughs> never got paid yeah i mean butthole i mean my, right i bet you he never did you know uh, that, they, that you slimy know. worm yeah I, he I, was like, I can't believe that when they thought he was being slowly digested over a thousand years they didn't transfer a million credits into his account I can't, <laughs> yeah. you know gosh uh <laughs> But but I mean this is a guy who Big Fortuna This is a guy as a bounty hunter who served even though he was a bounty hunter he served the empire pretty loyally and faithfully. Um we also know from the prequels and informed by the prequels he's not really a big fan of Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And so that kind of made his decision I wonder why. But, but now he's like the I mean but the empire left him for dead. Yep. At this point, and now he's like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I don't answer to them anymore, you yeah. know. And so I actually think, you know, at first I was like, man, if they don't do this Boba Fett thing right, it is going to be 100% shallow fan service. Yeah. But, but, but what they're doing, which kind of blows my mind and impresses me, is because of the prequels, you know, if Boba Fett was just this super minor character, utilitarian character that exist that existed to support Han Solo's arc in the original trilogy, if that's all he was, I don't think that his existence in yeah. the Mandalorian would be a thing. But because Boba Fett and Jango Fett were fairly central to events that were going on in the prequels, yeah. What you have now is you have them actually completing an arc for Boba Fett. Because to be honest with you, the more I thought about it, I was like, you've got the prequels and then you've got the original trilogy. And then, and he goes out in, in a really absurd way in Return of the Jedi. Uh, and we won't go there. Um, and, uh, and, and then his story just like ends. And I think that because of the prequels, you've got kind of a lopsided representation of that character now. Yeah. And so I think, and I, so I really appreciate what the Mandalorian is doing. They're giving Boba Fett a full, a full arc. He's a um, real character now. He's a, real, he's a character. real character. You know, he's, he was, yeah. He's not just like a kid in the, the prequels and he's not just a, a cool um, looking dude. Uh, hunting Han Solo in the original he's, trilogy. He's, he's a, still a great way to make money on toys. Well, I mean, Boba Fett has always been a fan favorite. Always. This is, yeah. yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Although, yeah. I will say that I'm a little, still a little bit peeved that Jenko Fett's head did not fall out of the helmet when Boba picked it up after he was decapitated. Yeah, well, Scott, <laughs> Attack of the Clones is rated PG. PG. <laughs> not PG-13. PG. <laughs> pretty gory. I don't... <laughs> pretty pretty gory. Yes. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, just, just man, that's horrific. That would be horrific. My gosh. Man. Oh, like uh, a tomato but, falling off a burger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> That's just all right. Anyway, I'm crying. Oh my god, Josh! Thank you so much for yeah. joining us, dude. Yeah, this sure. So and, much uh, fun. Join the Outer Rim, a Star Wars no. group on Facebook, please. Uh, <laughs> We'd love to have you there. We also have a YouTube channel and we're produ- we've are we got a review for every episode this season. Um, our review for the last one just came out and then we're doing a big round yeah. table about the, um, uh, the whole season next uh, week. Next weekend we'll be releasing that. Um, and so, um, so this one has been very yeah. helpful. It's been a good, good primer for that as, as well. So yeah. I appreciate it. And I'm going to watch the episode again. So, um, you know, I'm going to watch the episode again. Yeah. So you can be more prepared for. Well, so I don't say something like (laughs) they didn't steal the shuttle. (laughs) To get on to the ship. (laughs) But they they took it. They did. They did. They did. They they, they didn't steal it. They borrowed it without asking. Yeah. So Come I think you know, the, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, they didn't take the shuttle to where Grogu was. I mean, the Grogu, man, I'm just they, digging they up. They, they made a pit stop before they did it. Yeah, yeah, they, they made the pit stop. They didn't right? go they made... straight straight from taking the shuttle to the light cruiser. Right, and they didn't they have like an old thing. Imperial code or <laughs> they, DJ they going flip go bloppity bloop. They had, they had to go get go get Bo-Katan and drop I love off DJ, the, space, by the, way. the space scientist <laughs> so that he, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I know a lot. I know some, some fans are like, what the heck, but I love DJ. I mean, and, I was like, what the heck, but I kind of love him too. Um, it was such great meme nowhere. material too. Oh man. You use that. Know. You you use that all the time, dude. <laughs> Josh, dude, thanks. Maybe. Maybe. Seriously, Josh, thanks so much for coming on. Y'all, seriously, if you have not joined yeah. the Outer Rim, you need to. It's great. YouTube channel's great. Facebook group is great. Go do it. I hate to I hate to admit it, but as much as I protest, they're they're right. It's great. <laughs> Scott just likes to protest things. I appreciate that. Especially <laughs> if I'm attached to it. He really likes it. <laughs> really That's likes it. That's yeah. not true, Josh. Yeah. That's not true. You oh, know I know. We, we agree know. more than we disagree. Oh, I know. I know. I know. You just you like to give me a hard time, which is which you've earned that. You've earned that. So. But in in retrospect, you do the same thing to me too. So. One hundred percent. Yeah. People do not see our texts back and forth. <laughs> oh no, and they never will. <laughs> oh, they don't exist. I love inside jokes. I'd love to be a part of one someday. Yeah. All right, guys. I'll talk to you later. Discussing politics, you're not missing. Much. Thanks for joining us, Scott. Uh, Josh, sorry, I was tr- I was just excited. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks for you're joining welcome. us, see you, dude. <laughs> oh man, yeah, Josh. See you, dude. Thanks a lot, man. Okay. All right, and one day. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> get headphones. Um, what did you, you say? For, for, what, one day I'm going to get headphones. I'm going to get headphones. Okay. What? I'm sorry. I'm you gonna just, buy headphones. You oh yeah. You said one day. And and then then it <laughs> Man, I should have just left. Josh and Josh, just know that if you one ever day. Need, if you ever need someone to bring a hot take, just let me know because I got plenty of them.
Love yeah. hotcakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got plenty of hotcakes. Like hot pockets. Got hot, I got hot snakes. Personally. I got hot pockets too. Got hot snakes. Hot pocket. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna get some headphones. One one day, I can be cool like you guys. Yeah, actually, Audio Technicas are. That's what I've been. They're great. I highly recommend them, especially looking at stuff. Yep. Audio Technica, so. for your listening, we love you. Come on the podcast. Um, <laughs> yes. We sponsor yeah. them. Yes. Yep. Okay. Bye. Bye, Josh. <laughs> See you, dude. Um. Yeah. So. Let's uh, say goodbye to Josh. <laughs> um, Scott, are you? Do you need to go as well? I feel like we need to end this here in a minute, but I did want to just like engage with the chat for a minute because we've we've uh, <laughs> yeah so they've been I, they've been super engaged and uh, they've been talking to each other, but we haven't been able to really dive in. We can't go all the way back; that would be insane. But um, yeah, but I I will say. I will say that I uh, I need I am I feed off their hatred. So bring all of your yeah, bring all the hatred. Bring uh, bring ben, all of your comments. I want to say this, Ben. Thank you for posting that link to to Lost Stars. I literally clicked on it and bought it just now. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, I okay, did. I did. I did. I did want to just mention real quick that book. I posted it because Scott was talking about seeing the other side of stuff. Lost Stars is written by Claudia Gray. Um, known as one of the favorite like Star Wars authors right now, but she, um, I think it's technically a YA novel, but I hear it's like one of the best ones because I've it, heard that too. Yeah, it's uh, it's it follows like two twins. Um, one grew up in the Republic, one grew up. I'm sorry, not the Republic, the Rebellion. Um, and one grew up in the Empire. Um, and they had very different upbringings, but you get to follow both of their stories through it. And you see this side of it of like someone who grew up in the empire and literally just like their life in the empire, as opposed to it being like, here is our hero. And here is the villain. It's like, here are two characters. This is their upbringing. This is their upbringing. This is where they are. And you just get a view of, of both sides um, I haven't read it yet, but I've always heard it was really cool and that it gave you a really cool perspective on the other side that you just don't really think about. So, Like Harry Potter? What? What? <laughs> yeah, it does sound like a really, it does sound like a really good book. I, I have been meaning to read it as well. Um, uh, my wife is in the chat. Hey, babe, what's up? Uh, let's see. I want to go back just a little bit and and let's look at let's look and see here. Um, let's see. Uh, Brooks likes your analysis, Ben, of the Bo-Katan stuff. Thank you. Um, let's see. Bill Burr is really bringing it. Uh, John. Yeah. Ra- hey, John. Can you tell me how to pronounce your name, dude? Can you spell it phonetically? For me, because I keep wanting to say your name because you're saying some really good stuff, but I don't know how to say your your last name. Reasoner. I'm, I'm, I was gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna put a guess out there that it's Reasoner. Yeah, that's that's what I want to say too. I just want to say it right. Um, uh, he was selling crack. Drew Miller says I'm not sure who he. Is. Uh, that's how that's how you were able to pay for Zoom. Oh, okay. Crack. That's I was that's, confused by that too. Even when it popped up, I was like. Wait, who is selling crack? <laughs> what are we talking about right now? I saw Did I doze dude. off? <laughs> I think John said we John said we got his last name right, Reasoner. Oh, good, good. 
Awesome. Uh, Warren says we were on a break. That is, that is the friend's quote. Um, yeah, John says, or else you get filler episodes in your filler episodes, which is talking about, you know, doing extra long episodes just for the heck of it. Um, I like um, that. Excuse me, John. They're called subplots. <laughs> Ever heard of them? <laughs> uh, then, uh, let's see. Jessica says, I have an empire friend. <laughs> yeah, we, I think we all have at least one of those. I have yeah. yeah my mine's name is Brad. I I think I know which Brad that is. Then you you you, you do. <laughs> I mean, there's only two that are prevalent in my life, and it's, and and, it's and not, one of them one of them would not. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I just want to say I'm proud of my hashtag Keep Mace Dead is really picking up steam. Um, it was it, um, the trending topic in our group. It was <laughs> last time I it checked. was it was the trending topic, which uh, we market as a positive place for Star Wars fans <laughs> to come and discuss Keith their Mace opinions. Mace said <laughs> was the trending topic, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was only trending because you put it on every post that you posted there. Yeah, well, yeah, I I was really into that for a couple of days. <laughs> um, Drew Couple. says the book of Boba Fett already has a cooler theme. I'm hooked on it. He says the score. Uh, yeah, dude, that score when he's like, when he sits on the throne, super sick. I loved it. Yeah. Um, uh, John just said I should turn on notifications for this group because I always come in late, but always enjoy. Uh, yeah, yes, smash John, that bell. What are you even doing? What are you even doing with your time? <laughs> and yes, you should. And I'm glad you're enjoying it, dude. We enjoy your input. I really, I really, I feel like we agree on a lot of stuff too. Just FYI. But because you show up late, none of it matters. So don't listen to Scott. I'm He's I'm just wrong. kidding. Don't listen to Scott. Kidding. He has wrong opinions. <laughs> Not like you. You have the right ones. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Okay. So Drew, Drew says um, something interesting. What do y'all think of this? Boba would have destroyed Mace if he showed up. LOL. Hands down. Boba would have destroyed Mace. Okay, well. Sorry, hand, sorry. Hand down. Hand down. I was going to say literally one hand down. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Obviously, Mace, if if Mace is alive, um, he's probably pretty strong with the dark side at this point, I imagine. <laughs> probably, he's probably saying mother effer a lot also. He's probably, def he's definitely saying mother effer a lot. <laughs> Oh, what if he like had an eye patch and he just looked like Nick Fury? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh so let's see here. John says he lived in the legends too, but yeah, I hear what you're saying. Also, now that Beskar armor is a thing, him surviving doesn't seem too crazy anymore. Yeah, I thought that as soon as they started talking about that, you know, I'm not familiar with legend stuff, but as soon as they started talking about bringing Boba back, I, I always thought, well, that makes sense. Beskar, uh, I guess, but I will, we'll get to it, Scott. We'll get to it. I will, I will say I am very, very happy with the handling of Boba Fett. Cause I was very skeptical before. I agree. Um, okay. because, okay. What's what, what is it? You just said, then bringing Boba back, and all I could picture was 
I want my boba back, back, boba back, back, boba back, boba back, boba back. I want my boba. <laughs> boba, boba back ribs. Uh, <laughs> uh, boba back ribs. Boba back bib. Fortuna. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, Reagan says new toys <laughs> with <laughs> paint job. <laughs> Reagan just said, Grogu, I want to talk to you about the Avengers initiative. <laughs> I'm proud to know you, Reagan. Uh, I did love, I think Travis posted a meme on the spoiler thread for the episode that was like, it was like Luke showing up to um, save to save them. And it was like Boba leaving and they were just like, Looking at each other like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I know your face. (laughs) I know Uh, your face. I hear your voice. Uh, Yeah, John says, cool, just bought the book. And and YA is more of a marketing thing than a real thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's true. Um, uh, Awesome. Ben, you just sold two books. (laughs) Claudia Dre, call me. Good job. Um, love to you just need, a, you just need an affiliate link, man. Dude, look, I stream on Twitch. I don't know why. <laughs> like my two consistent well, viewers yeah. are mad I don't have discount codes. John yeah. says, Look, I'm sorry, I'm doing my best. <laughs> Scott, look what you've done. You've upset John. <laughs> We no, almost no. had two fans. Reagan says, this is my first full episode to watch. of You mean of us or The Mandalorian? <laughs> that sucks if it's the first episode of The Mandalorian you watched. <laughs> I, just I loved it. Luke was in it. I'm going to watch the rest of it. I'm sure he's in it, right? <laughs> well, well, he said... He said oh, last, last time, time I came in. The writers all got off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, um, dude. So good to have you here, man. Um, Mace is pushing 90 at this point. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. He is, he's got to be pretty old at this point. I mean, Another reason. Is what, like keep Mace dead. That's got... That's a bit, Yoda was like, what, 960 or Yeah, but Yoda wasn't a human. Yoda's a and frog Mace person. wasn't either. Mace was a human. Gro- Grogu... Um, I just realized was both had the appetite of a child, but was old enough to get the early bird special. So that's awesome for him. <laughs> this is this comes back to my child abuse, elder abuse, and the same thing. It does. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my god. Uh, Reagan, dude, I'm so glad you enjoyed it, man. This was a really fun. This was a really fun episode, and this was also by far the most engaged uh, episode that we have had as well with the chat. This has been awesome. Thank yeah. you all so much. You're welcome. I yeah, it, I know everyone was here for Scott. So thank <laughs> Scott. Thank you so much for bringing some people. Uh, Josh. Josh says somehow Josh, Josh. has returned. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. We're bringing everyone else back from the dead. Why not bring Josh back? <laughs> the dead speak. Oh my God! <laughs> Search your feelings. You know it to be true. I wonder how many things that we can just quote it without saying anything. 
Secret is a bigger fish. <laughs> Another happy landing. Secrets only the Sith meskers knew. Oh. What is a Sith mesker? What's a Sith mesker? <laughs> I mean, we just spent two hours talking to one. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, I'm just gonna. Can I just sign up to be your resident hot take person? Even if I just jump in for five minutes and then I'm like, "Here's yeah, a hand dude. grenade. I'm out." That sounds good. I always want hot cakes. <laughs> Yeah, Reagan. Yes, but leave Mace dead. I y'all seriously. I I just can't stress enough. Like, <laughs> not. And this isn't a personal thing with with Sith maskers equals my children. <laughs> uh, this is not a personal thing completely against Mace Windu. I do I do think that he does. <laughs> it sounds like a personal thing with what I'm about to say. I do oh, think it is he, for me. I, I do think he does represent everything wrong with the Jedi. He is a representation of the hypocrisy of the Jedi. And he is straight up a terrible person sometimes. Mm-hmm. But my main issue is more of a philosophical issue. It is if you bring back people from the dead all the time, the stakes are gone. And that to me is the biggest issue with the MCU is that no one ever dies. Like Luke says, no one's ever really gone. <laughs> you only have so many mouths to feed. If you keep bringing people back from the dead, won't have enough steak. I get it. Sweet Lord of the Harvest. <laughs> I I don't. <laughs> but I've held off on the steak jokes all night. I can stay one. <laughs> you sound like George Costanza. Just I, I know. Um, oh, my. <laughs> uh, but I, I, that's my big thing. Like if you, the more people you bring back from the dead, the more, pe- the, the less a real death will actually mean. And that's the problem. That's so, true, which is why I'm glad that they ended up like, like you said, in the MCU, nobody dies. Like I'm glad that they actually did finally kill some people off. Tony. <laughs> well, and and um, Natasha. Yeah, except that she does have a prequel coming, so she's not really dead. <laughs> yeah, but she's not coming back. Back. We'll see. Really you know they're coming with the multiverse, so. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there may be a cameo, but I don't think it'll be a thing. Yeah, I agree, but I still think it's like, oh my god, they're just yeah, they're really just going to keep bringing people back, and that is what I want Star Wars to steer far away from they have succeeded with bringing maul back which you will you will find out soon scott if you stick with it they succeed they really succeeded with that in my opinion they succeeded with boba so far i'm very impressed with how they've done that um i feel like i'm missing a person ben am i missing a good one i know there's Um, a bad one but am i missing a good one well drew said um with how he treated ahsoka it's enough for him to be dead (laughs) yep Yep. Uh, and then he also said he is yep. also dead from the PTSD of seeing Jar Jar and his lover. <laughs> Scott, there is a super, super weird arc of the Clone Wars near the end of the like show. Two episodes. It's just two it's episodes. But man, it's a Jar Jar and Mace arc. And it is <laughs> something no one was asking for. No one was asking for. Jar Jar has a lover in it. It is. It is the weirdest crap, y'all. It is, 
I really, I really, I was watching that episode and I was like, what, seriously, what am I watching? Like, I, no one wanted this. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, same. Uh, Reagan. Yeah. So Josh said Mace Window and Reagan <laughs> said his middle name is out the, <laughs> Mace out the window. Y'all, this is the best. This I read is so it as fun. I read it as Outa, and then I was like, "Wait, that makes it sound like a Twi'lek name, like Mesada Window." Mesada Window. <laughs> Out the yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, this is just you guys. I I gotta give major props to the the chat tonight. Is really full of comedians tonight. Uh, Jar Jar is quite romantically active. Here come the players. <laughs> That's what Drew says. Uh, a a true, true filler episode. That that is absolutely the case. Although it does round off, it does round off the uh, the Night Sisters arc slightly. So that's something. That's true. It does, doesn't it? it I does, thought you were gonna it, say it rounds off Jar Jar's arc. I was like, no, it doesn't. It does. <laughs> it does not. No. Uh, no. He he rounds his arc off as as a senator apparently. So. <laughs> Can we talk about that? George Lucas ma- literally made Jar Jar Binks a senator. <laughs> I mean, he was just he was just following, you know, the real world that literally anybody can get into politics, no matter how ridiculous they are. <laughs> Another hot take. It, it, no, it's not a hot take. Another that hot was, take. That was absolutely a commentary on yeah. on po- on American politics. I yeah. I guarantee you it was, and it was a perfect way to just move Jar Jar out of the picture because he didn't want to get hate mail about him anymore. I'm sure. I just feel like Jar Jar is still probably a Sith Lord, and nobody ever addressed it. So, <laughs> I'm I I'm so over that silly thing, that silly theory. Um, all right, guys, we've been going for two and a half hours. Um, I could keep going, but I don't feel like we should. <laughs> I feel like I'm pretty tired. Um, I've worked in the morning. <laughs> yeah, we, we all got jobs, so I guess we should do those tomorrow. <laughs> well, um, do y'all have any final thoughts, like actual real final thoughts on the episode or on, uh, you know, Star Wars in general? Um, Are you talking to... Who are you talking to? Scott, come on. <laughs> no, <I don't> know. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Jessica says, love it, Scott. Uh, talking about my Jar Jar theory. Or yeah, 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 yeah. I can't tell if she's talking about me thinking that he's a Sith or that. I, I uh, think she probably means the politician thing. Probably the politician thing, I would, I would think. Oh, my goodness. Hello, Lucy. <laughs> she knows it's a camera. She doesn't like it. Oh, so cute. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, if you, do y'all have any final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts. I'm still waiting on um, on Spock to show up. Um, it's been a little while. Um, <laughs> no, I thought it was a really great that. episode. I'm excited for the next season. Um, <laughs> I can see why people would think Book of Boba Fett because it's all chapter whatever, whatever, but it's not. Um, it's a different show. Yeah, Mandalorian is. is Din. Um, Man, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah, that's what it's called. I don't Bob, know. How, yeah. Boba Fett. 
Boba the Fett. Bob the Fett. Bob the Fett. He is the Fett. Boba the Fett. Yeah, Scott, for real though, do you actually have a thought? <laughs> yeah. You have a thought. Yes, I do. Um, but I will wait until the premiere of chapter of, of the third season to tell you what that thought. I'm kidding. Um, I, 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 uh, I, I, I still love everything about Mandalorian. Um, despite my criticisms of it, it's still a great show. Um, I think that Pedro Pascal is only continuing to grow, uh, the dynamic nature of Din Djarin. And I think that, you know, if they do the Ahsoka, you know, spinoff and the Rangers spinoff and the Boba, every of the spinoffs, well, this could potentially be a really great television um, universe that they spin out for themselves. And honestly, I'm kind of glad that they don't have new Star Wars shows coming out this next year because I feel like we're going to be have our hands full with all the Marvel stuff coming yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would just be, I would just be overwhelmed because I think they have like four series coming out or something like yeah, that with Marvel. Absolutely, like, absolutely. I agree with that. Uh, really quick, uh, Jessica says, "Night, y'all. I'm going to drink some boozy hot chocolate and go to bed. <laughs> totally going to look for those glasses. Apparently, she likes Ben's glasses. Yeah. Um, Josh says Spock was killed at the Battle of Helm's Deep by Lord Voldemort with a lightsaber. <laughs> by Dumbledore <laughs> Calrissian, you mean? Yeah. Oh my God, that's uh, that is. I love you, Josh. I love you. Drew said, was this before or after Alf was able to wield the reality? <laughs> God. You may think he's a puppet. You never see the lower half. But, but there's a lower half. <laughs> I'm going to leave you in suspense. <laughs> Matt, uh, Reagan says, ready for the Bad Batch. Dude, I know. I am. Uh, Scott's I'm probably not quite as interested that. in that one at this point, but I am super stoked maybe, for the maybe. Bad Batch. Well, you, you need to see the Clone Wars before you, you could yeah. really get into uh, well, that. Of course. Of course. Okay. Um, but the Bad Batch has an arc in the seventh season. They are introduced, and um, and so this is a kind of a spinoff show based off of them, and it looks, it looks super More cool. marketing dollars. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that they're, they're, everything they do is is to make money, so that's no surprise. Assume every episode is a backdoor pilot for something. <laughs> for <laughs> something. <laughs> I mean, uh, they they have what ten new series coming out over the next two years? Uh, yeah, not so. not two years. Um, I think I think few years. I don't think two years though, because because season three of the Mandalorian doesn't even come out till the. Or uh, Boba Fett doesn't even come out to the end of next year, so I don't think they're doing nine shows in one year. Hang on, right? I feel like it's over the next several years that they're because they haven't even started working on some of those. They only got three volumes. <laughs> uh, what? I'm, I'm <laughs> three volumes to, uh, to film in. They they oh, right yeah. right. Sorry, I was thinking in like the actual word volume, what it means. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was really confused. You're fine. You're fine. That makes sense. Okay. Well, Obi-Wan will come out in 2022, most yep. likely. Uh, I God, think I'm you'll so get ready for out in late uh, 21 or early 22. Rangers, you'll get late 21, early 22. Um, 
and or you'll get in 2022. Bad Batch, you'll probably get in uh, late 21 or early 22. Visions, you'll probably get in 22. I'm just saying the majority of these are pro- like this year is a is a is it's a is Marvel year. Is a big Marvel year. And then next year start do. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't want to get sick of it. <laughs> well, um, most people aren't. Most people aren't going to watch every single show. Because, like, example, I'm I'm probably not going to be the first person to watch a droid story or uh, this even the Star Wars visions because I'm not a huge fan of anime. So yeah, like, same. Those kind of things. I'm, I and I don't think that all of them are going to connect. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're, – they're not all going to connect. I um, think the main ones that are going to connect are going to be The Mandalorian, Boba Fett, Ahsoka, and Rangers. Not, Those are going to be the yeah. big the big connectors. Yeah, yeah, so. agreed. For sure. Uh, Josh says Andor. Um, I'm, that is one that's kind of flying under the radar. I am super pumped about that one. Me too. Actually, I, that is uh, – it's, it's going to be written by the same guy who wrote the Born, uh, the original Born trilogy. And um, and it's going to be kind of a spy thriller set in the rebellion versus the empire, mm-hmm. uh, it, like I'm the rogue the rogue one era. And I am like, I am that is like, I come to Star Wars for Jedi stuff. It, that's like that's what I gravitate toward. But I love the boots on the ground rebellion versus the empire stuff. I'm ready for that show. I mean, acolytes awesome. going to be. Uh, it says High Republic, the High Republican era that takes place hundreds of years before the Phantom Menace has not yet been explored. Um, let's see. According to Disney, the Acolyte will be a mystery thriller that takes place near the end of the High Republic. And apparently it's supposed to delve into the dark side of the force. Give so it to me. as a casual, as a casual Star Wars fan, I'm very interested. Yeah, absolutely. Josh says, who is the audience for the droid show? Fax machines. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I got to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Let, let's, uh, John says Robert L- Ludlum. I, I'm not sure the, the, the writer's name. I, that might be his name. I'm honestly not sure. Uh, but I'm sure it that says somewhere like on that name. website. That doesn't sound like a real name. Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> Um, guys, thank you so much for, for joining us. This has been so much fun. I, I love doing these live streams with my whole heart. Um, they can't all be three hours long like this one, but this one was really special, really fun. Um, this was was. a big one. So, uh, Scott, dude, thanks for joining us, bro. Thanks for finally having me on. Seriously. (laughs) You're (laughs) big. All right. You're welcome. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Do you have anything that you would like to promote or plug or anything like that? No, not really. Okay. Uh, well, then uh, we will just say if if you guys uh, if you guys be watching your podcast feeds this coming week, we have a the Last Jedi Appreciation episode with James Hamrick, and it's we it's really good. I'm really excited to release yeah. it. Um, James says James says some really good stuff. I'm really excited for y'all to hear. If y'all want to know our perspective on the Last Jedi, this is a good one to listen to. And it's not it's not a bashing those who who disagree with us. Episode one, it's not that one bit. It is just giving our perspective on why we love it, and that's all it is. So um, be be watching out for that, and um, and you guys can continue in the chat, but we do have to get off of here. And uh, yeah, Ben, do you have any last words? Nope, I think that's it. 
All right. All right, you guys. May the force be with you. Always. <laughs> and with your spirit. <laughs>